Exotic Erotic Storytime features literature from the corners of the internet, with only the most niche and obscure sexual themes. This show is for mature audiences only. Please listen responsibly and consider that many episodes are very explicitly sexual and can include sensitive subject matter. The following story was anonymously posted and found on pastebin.com. I'm Jack Alexander, and this is Red Xeno Gangbang. The settlement had been restless. It was an occurrence that happened infrequently in the tribe. Set in some distance from other populations, at the base of a mountain range that stretched for untold distance. And thus, when it was discovered that the Cave of Exchange was occupied, it caused quite the stir among the males of the area. And a peek into the humid, fetid interior of that shadowed cavern would reveal what had caused such a commotion. Standing some eight and a half feet tall, with pinkish, crimson skin that glistened with moisture from the damp surface she sat on, elongated skull with burning red eyes glaring at the cave entrance, was a wandering female that had come upon the settlement after trekking uncountable miles across the planet's extensive mountain ranges. She was a nomadic predator, drifting through the wilderness after leaving the seaside colony of her birth almost twelve decades prior. Of a deadlier, less refined lineage than the comparatively diminutive females that abounded in the settlement, she had been driven to seek out others of her kind after fifty years of isolation due to the itching desire of lust that had burned in her body for the last few months. Now, in the mossy cavern, the faintly shiny markings on her belly were red with the signal of her mating period. And both the multiple pheromone glands on her head and the alluring scent of her perpetually dripping pussy wafted out in a chemical marker that drew in every available male in the vicinity. And now, every such male had or was making his way to the sacred cavern, in which was performed cross-tribal mating in orgiastic frenzy. All were welcome. The only stipulation being the requirement of a gift for the female, an offering of food to nourish her body in preparation for rearing young, and there was no cheating the vigilant hunter. She was a formidable creature by any consideration. A ferocious strength dwelled in her voluptuous body, honed by being her killing ability being her sole source of food and her jaws and taloned hands promised quick mutilation and a slow resulting death for any male who attempted to skimp out on his offering, or approach too close before she had declared her readiness. 
It has been a good season for hunting and gathering, and for the cultivation of the mushroom grottos. The pile of offerings swells high with meat and fungi, and the males arrayed before her are bedecked with plentiful muscle on their healthy bodies. She has been rewarded in her choice of mating ground. The males shift about anxiously, but keep a respectful distance from the oversized female. Her hunger, however, equals or surpasses theirs, and she does not keep them waiting longer. Triggering a specific muscle, the female stimulates the delicate cranial gland at the very tip of her elongated skull. The rank cave air is filled with the enticing reek of the alluring pheromones that set off the ceremony. The first males to reach her are overly quick, inexperienced, and unsure, lacking the confidence to claim her pussy. They either seek simple, carnal fulfillment, or peg their hopes to indirect fertilization through the contact of their seed with the female's semi-receptive skin. Their swollen cocks wave in the air and prod expectantly at her flattened face. Graceful, taloned hands reach out in a flash not to disembowel or threaten away the impudent youths, but rather seize the girthy members and their fleshy barbs to begin stroking, as to coax them to give up the genetic material she desires. A third cock she beckons with the opening of her mouth, and with no small amount of bravery, the male grasps the base of the female's skull and wedges his cock into the slippery confines of her mouth and the slick ministrations of her tongue. Random paws reach in to grope the heavy mounds of her breasts and the muscular but soft curves of her legs, thighs, and buttocks. One especially bold male violently wades into the fray, elbowing aside all around him and seizes the female's shoulders in his hands and brutishly shoves down until the side of her face scrapes the grimy damp of the floor, and her curvy rear and dribbling slit were raised to the air. Fanged jaws slavering in delight, the male's claws raked the female's taut cheeks and broad hips, scrabbling for a grip. And with no more gentleness than previous, the male buries his pulsing rod to the deepest with a single bruising thrust and begins roughly fucking her bent form. Filled suddenly to completeness, the female arches her back and lets her jaw hang slack, panting. The aggressive and confident male will make for an ideal potential father and her pussy aches unbearably for the hot jets of his cum. A plaintive yowl of need keens from her lips. Another male, less brash and opportunistic by nature, darts in to occupy a desirable place 
that is not likely to incur the wrath of the larger male. With no small amount of forcefulness, he grips the sides of the yawning female's skull, and soon her mouth is again filled with the taste and throbbing of a cock. The female purrs in ecstasy, satisfied by the gumption of her second partner, and bobs her head. The savage pounding she is receiving at the back is amplified by the grunting throat-fucking she is getting from the front. Spit roasted between the two males, it is about all that she can do to groan out her keening muffled cries of pleasure as her full tits preemptively swelled to produce the nutrient-rich secretions analogous to mammal breast bounce and sway from the twin forces. Lust by no means quenched, but direct satisfaction from the female unfeasible, the remaining males take to self-gratification, and a dozen or more cocks are soon being stroked fiercely. The males mob close, fear forgotten in a madness of insensate desire, fueled by the abundance of male and female sex pheromones in the air. There is no cum that will be left unspilled. And soon, the cave is echoing with a cacophony of snarls and growling, the wet slapping of slimy groin on ass, the muffled squelch of a heavy rod sliding in and out of stretched lips, and many hands masturbating in frenzy. And like a mob, it takes a single spark to ignite the entire powder keg. The male, hilted in quivering pussy, roars deafeningly to the cave's roof as a leader of his thick cum erupts from his cock and sprays into the waiting interior of the female's pussy. Following, the second male howls and rams his cock deep enough that his twitching balls scrape her chin as he ejaculates pint after pint of his spunk into her welcoming throat. The female whimpers and trembles, the strength burned from her muscles by the fire of a rocking orgasm, so that she does nothing more than dazedly guzzle down the twin loads. In a wild barrage, the throng unleashes many combined gallons of cum, spurting chaotically and without direction to splash the walls and floor in the prone form of the female. Primal urges satisfied for the time being, the males file back out of the cave, flaccid cocks swaying as they go. It will be some time before the female has the inclination to rise again. Thereafter, she will collect what of the food offerings she does not immediately consume and again venture into the wilds to wander until her brood has gestated and she seeks a place to spawn. And again, the cave of exchange is blessed by the village priests and the blood of the next hunt is poured at its entrance to bring good fortune and health 
to the next generation of sons and daughters that will be conceived within in the future. And the cave will wait, with its soft cushioning moss and low ceiling, for the next time that cries of pleasure shall ring out within its walls. This episode was narrated and produced by me, Jack Alexander. If there are specific themes you would like to find or avoid, each story is tagged in the episode description. Or, if you're like me and you prefer to be surprised, you can disregard those descriptions entirely. If there is a story you would like featured on Exotic Erotic Storytime, you can send an email to jack at exoticeroticstorytime.com. And most importantly, thank you for listening.